Hey, my loves, you're listening to The Gift of Gabby. Let's get it cracking. Okay, first topic. Are y'all ready? Can I get a drum roll? Okay. I'm going to figure out how to add the drum roll in these little special effects. Okay. But yes, the first topic is post-grad depression. Okay. Post-grad depression. So, I came up with this term to explain the feelings and emotion behind what it means to graduate and have to reestablish yourself all over again. You went from, whether it's undergrad, grad school, whatever, high school, and you felt like you was on top. You was that chick. You was that guy, okay? Whether you was the student leader, you held a high position on campus, whether you had a good job, whatever it is. Post-grad depression is that the transition from being high to kind of feeling mediocre. So how many of y'all have felt like, Y'all just went from the top to feeling like y'all on the bottom. I know some of y'all out there because why? This has been me. When I graduated from undergrad and transitioned to grad school, I definitely experienced this. I feel like I had to rebrand myself. How do I go from going to an HBCU, everybody knowing what I'm capable of doing, you know what I'm saying, starting all these organizations and then going to a completely different space and having to do it all over again and having to reestablish all new connections and all new resources. Is it hard? Of course, but that's a part of life, y'all. We got to do it. But I'm going to teach y'all how to navigate this space easily with a little finesse, with poise, and just, I'm, I'm just going to give y'all all the tools on how to do this the right way. So if this is you and you feeling this post-grad depression, I want you to know that it is okay. We are about to get you all the way together. So first, I'm going to give y'all these steps. So if you are experiencing post-grad depression, first, what you want to do is make sure that the next space that you enter into is healthy. What you want to make sure you avoid are the the people who want to bring up how good you used to be or who want to kind of nag or tease you about this transition. Like, how you go from being this person to this? You know what I'm saying? Don't just, just go around. Get, get them out of your life. You don't need that negative self-talk. You don't need that negative energy around you, okay? So first, remove all the negative chatter. Secondly, make sure you go into a space that is healthy. What does a healthy space look like? Whether you're going into continuing your education or you're going into a new job or a career field, make sure that the people you are about to work with understand your value. Make sure that you are advocating for yourself and that they know all of your gifts and all your talents. If you need to add some more stuff to your resume, do it. Talk your ish. Make sure all of your awards is on there. Make sure all of your presentations, your publications, make sure everything is on there. And if you feel like your resume is getting too long, create a a curriculum vita. It's called a CV. Look it up. That's where you basically talk your ish. You talk about everything you've done. And really, there's no length. I mean, you don't want to go overboard and go 10 pages, but 
that's what the CV was created for, to make sure you can track all of your professional accomplishments. So go ahead and toy with either options, a resume or, or CV. Then once you get into this new and healthy space, make sure you are leaving a legacy. Don't go in right away trying to change things. Learn the environment, learn the system, establish some um, some resources through some allies, um, create a nice circle who understands your mission for being in this new space, and learn the ins and outs. Learn the culture. Learn how you can be impactful. And then where you see a lack, that's what, that's what you're calling to be. It may not be in the perfect town, perfect location. You may not even be making the your dream salary at the moment. But you gotta do the you gotta do the dirty work. You gotta work your way up. Everybody starts somewhere. So just be thankful that you have a starting line and go in and try to figure out what what am I here to do? And I may be kind of speaking from a place of privilege because not everybody will have the ability to select a healthy working space maybe you down on your luck and you need a job you got a car note or a student loan bill coming up and you just got to you just got to take the first thing that was offered to you i understand go ahead and do that and if it's toxic if it's toxic in that space then try your best to maintain some positivity and as you work there just keep applying you got to do what you got to do but you got to secure a bag so do that um, but again, make sure you um, you are able to find something significant to contribute while you have the opportunity. Even if you still are in school and this is like you transitioning from a major leadership position to just being a regular student. This is your senior year and you just want to finish. You don't want nobody bothering you. You don't want nobody in your face. Cool. Still maintain the legacy that you set when you had that platform. And even if you're going into a professional space or you continuing your education at a different institution, make sure you still take that same poise, that same drive with you to the new place. Don't let anybody try to dim your light, no matter what they say. Secondly, or whatever number I'm on, <laughs> um, what you want to do is leave a guide for others to reference before you transition out of this space. When I was an undergrad and I held... Um, a certain position at the college or at the university, I made sure that I left at least a blueprint for the person who was coming after me to follow, whether that was through emails, whether that was through direct mentoring. But I feel like you're not an effective leader if you're not creating other leaders as you are transitioning. So keep that in mind as well. Um, also, you want to um, help people who are coming into your new position about some of the challenges they may face and not in a messy or gossiping way, but just let them know some of the cultural and political challenges that they may um, endure and help them navigate that. Also, um, make sure you inform people of the traditions before you leave because it's easy for a person to be criticized or compared to um, the person who was in the position before them because they were not well informed and that doesn't make you look good it makes everybody look bad as a whole as a as a brand so make sure that the person coming after you knows the position they know the cultures and they know the blueprint is very important also allow them to build their own legacy if this is you that I'm talking to and you're coming 
after somebody who had big shoes and you feel like everybody's comparing you to this person and you got to fill their shoes, then that's fine. But your shoes are just as big and you just you have all this, the talent and gifts that you need. Otherwise, you would not have been nominated or selected or hired for this position. So don't feel inadequate. Be bold about it and know that what you bring to the table is just as valuable. Um, also just keep a humble mind. Don't boast about it. Don't brag about it. Just keep a humble mind and go in, um, knowing that your first, uh, purpose and your first duty is to learn the culture. Secondly, why I keep saying secondly, this is like number 58. Anyway, um, what you want to do next is write a vision and make it plain. You know, who said that? The Lord. Okay. Write this, write what you see, write it out in big black letters so that it, so that it can be read on the run. That's what God said. He said, write it out in big black letters so that it can be read on the run. So what that means for you is if you need to put some sticky notes up on your mirror, okay, being Mary Jane, pop out, do what you must do. If you need to get a dry erase marker and write on your refrigerator, do what you need to do. But you need to be able to see your, your goals on the move. If you want to go into the workplace to, today and you want to set a new goal to meet the CEO or the president of your company, write it down. If you don't want to write it down super big because you got roommates or something, I don't know your situation. But do what you need to do. Type it in your notes on your phone. But make your vision plain. Create a vision board. Create a goal list. Whatever you got to do. But make sure that each breath is intentional. Each move you make is intentional. What you want to do next is make sure your plans post-graduation or post your professional position are actually attainable. Don't say, oh, I'm about to graduate and I want to move to New York and you don't have a savings and you don't have a job lined up. Can it be done? Yes, but you're going to struggle. If you can plan ahead, why not? You don't have to have thousands of dollars in the bank to pursue your dreams. But if you are getting paid, what, 500 a week, set aside one or $200 a week and watch your money build up. And start to set that aside for whatever that is. Once you get change, quarters, pennies, don't be just letting them fall into the couch. Put them in the jar and save them up. And then when it's time for you to take that road trip to go, Pursue your dreams wherever that, that city is for you. Cash that in for gas money. Don't don't be too prideful because you don't have the means. I'm just keeping it 100. I'm just saying. But make sure your, your plans are actually attainable. Ask for help. If you know that there's a network of people who look like you, okay, hello, black people, come on. We all are here to help you. There's so many groups on Facebook. There's so many group me's, there's so many black networks, like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to reach out to someone. And if you feel like you don't have that circle or that group, email me, tweet me, whatever, whatever you got to do to contact me. And I will try to point you in the direction because it's just too much, it's, there's too many resources out here for us to be lost. Like, the, the black village is just so powerful, like, there's so much knowledge ingrained in just the black culture and... That's just that's just how we are as a culture. We don't want to see anybody fail. People try to say that the black culture is all crabs in the barrel mentality, but that's whack. That's BS. 
No, that's not my experience. And I'm sorry if that's been yours, but that's just been unfortunate. And I'd be happy to help you reverse that experience and point you in the correct direction. But yes, ask for help. Um, If there's a specific field, like career field or educational field that you're going into, I guarantee there's a group for it. I guarantee there's a network. I guarantee that there is some type of organization in your town for it. And if it's not in your town, people email and, well, you know, we got social media. So you, you're not out of touch. You'll be just fine. Um, and, yeah, there's just no reason why, sh- why you shouldn't be able to find somebody to help you. Um, also, save money. I don't know if I already said that, but I'm going to say it again. Save your money. What I found out when I graduated is that, Oh, I was so poor with money management. Like, yes, I was going to grad school. Yes, it was going to be free. But, oh, I did not have enough money for my security deposit. Because where was my money going in undergrad? I'm going to let y'all guess. I ain't even got to say it. If you know me, you already know. You already know. I ain't got to say it. That was my fault, and I learned my lesson. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to help the next person, okay? Don't be like me. Yes, you see on social media that, you know, I made it through, but there was a lot of help. I had a village pushing me. I had my mama, I had my mentors, I had my friends, and, you know, we was able to get it done, but if you can plan, if you can save money, do it. If you don't even know what you're saving money for, and you feel like you're secure, just save money, because you just never know. You just never know, sis. Okay. Also, when you're going into these new spaces, be prepared to rebrand and reintroduce yourself. People are going to try you on multiple levels. And they're going to say, why are you in this space? What makes you valuable? They're going to test your credibility. And you have to be ready to talk your ish in a humble way. You know what I'm saying? If you got that degree, talk your ish. Spit their research. That's what my mentors say. Spit their research to them. Talk they talk, walk they walk. Okay? If you are navigating the the academic space, honey... Y'all are all on equal levels. I don't care if a person has been there a year or two longer than you. If y'all if y'all paths are crossing, it's for a reason. It's because y'all are equal. So nobody is superior to you. So don't let anybody talk down to you. Stand your ground. Be confident. Stand firm in your value and your purpose in this space. And like I said earlier, God has given you the gifts and talents to be in this space. So be confident in that and walk in that. And when you enter these rooms, enter gracefully. Enter, you know, make a statement when you enter. If you still feel inadequate and you need to just put on that one outfit that makes you feel like that chick or that guy, do what you must do. You know what I'm saying? Just just be bold. Pose, baby, pose. Um, yeah, so be prepared to rebrand yourself. Also, I'm extra. So I'm gonna give you some extra tidbits. You can take them or you can leave them. Me, create some business cards. Um, create a logo. Even if you're just a one man to a one man wolf pack, <laughs> like create a logo like with your name, so people know like you coming correct. Have a photo shoot with your iPhone or your friend who got a camera. Um, brand yourself on your social media. You know what I'm saying? Use these tools out here. Everything is um, at our fingertips now, so don't let these resources um, fall to the wayside. But yes, be ready to reintroduce and brand yourself. Um. Also, another thing with rebranding yourself in new spaces, if you have accolades from your previous 
place of employment or your previous institution of education, bring it with you. Me, Slyflex. When I go in my office, I say, hmm, something's missing because everybody wants to come in and try me. I'm young, black don't crack. So they're like, why is this little 13-year-old girl in this assistant director role? Why? Because I've done the work. I have the experience. So who's finna flex? I am. Um, yes, I posted my degrees. I posted pictures from the organizations and events that I've, that I've created. Um, all type of stuff. My crown is in my office. My sash is in my office. Like, yes, life flex. And these are my accolades. I'm proud of them. It's not boastful. It's not cocky. It's not conceited. You're just talking your ish. And it's okay. Because you earned it. Hey, don't, don't let nobody make you feel guilty for celebrating yourself. So moving on. Um, how ironic. But the next one I have is rid yourself of your ego. When you're going into these new spaces, accept that you may not know everything. You may not. Because guess what? This is a whole new environment. You got to navigate this culture. You got to learn these people. You got to learn the politics. So be just be humble and step back and say, I don't know. And find that right person to walk the journey with. If they've been there 10 years, find out what they know. Find out who is most respected on campus. Find out who um, who's made the, the most impact at that job, in that organization. Find those things out. And I ain't going to say cling to them, but befriend them. Yes, it's strategic. Don't feel fake about it. It's called networking. But read yourself of your ego. Don't go in there thinking you know everything just because you came from this prestigious background. Know that every walk of life is going to teach you a new lesson. Next, know that things may come to a halt, and that's okay. You may be in a new position or at a new school for an, for an entire year before you can make some headway and you can start popping out. But take that pause and just absorb it. Take it in. Learn everything you can. Apply some some self-care practices in the at that time. Um, do some things that you didn't have the time to do because you were so busy with your previous obligations. If you want to take vacation in this time, do it. You know, having downtime does not mean that you're failing. Having that time where you feel like you're not doing nothing or you're not on it, that's not bad. Because finally, you can breathe. You can tent. You got security. You got you pursuing your goals. Everything's not going to be fast-paced. Everything's not going to be, it's not a race. Everything's not going to be uh, a gold medal at the end of every month, at the end of every term or semester. Just embrace the pause. Embrace that time. Take it in. And just allow life to keep you in awe. But don't rush it, y'all. Don't rush it. If you were one of the people that's listening right now and you feel like, oh, like it's your gap year and you're like, I don't know what what, what I want to do next. I don't know if I want to go back to school or if I want to keep working this job. Honey, you got a job. That's what you need to celebrate. And whatever God got next for you, it's going to be great, too. So whatever you can work on in this downtime, do it. But don't feel like you got to be constantly doing something. Don't feel like you need to be on somebody's reach taking pictures just because everybody on social media is doing that. No, your life is different. Your life is still just as valuable. But don't be out here comparing yourself because what? Comparison is the thief of joy, correct? So, like I said, just take in that pause and know that if things come to a halt, that's okay. 
Next, don't fall for the trap of depression. People will try to say, oh, you're just, oh, you're just, you're just depressed. You may very well be depressed, okay? You may very well be depressed. But if you don't think you are and you're just a little confused, don't fall for that, okay? Don't let nobody speak nothing over your life. But if you do seem like you are depressed and you're not getting out of bed, you don't got no motivation, you're not eating like you used to, you're not conversing, you're not being social like you used to, you don't have no drive to do nothing, you need to get up out of there and speak over yourself and be like, I'm that, I'm that chick, I'm that guy. Whatever I'm going through now is very temporary. I know that what, what God got on the other side for me is bigger than what I'm feeling right now. So... I'm about to shake off this feeling. I'm about to do what I got to do to feel sexy, to feel valuable. I'm going to do what I need to do. And you're going to move forward. But don't sit in that because that's just so toxic. Like, don't even let don't even let yourself fall into that deep depression. If you feel like you need to get help and you need to get counseling, seek a counselor. See if the current job that you have will, will provide um, some free counseling sessions. And if you feel like you can't afford counseling, find somebody that you can talk to. Find a church member or find um, a spiritual leader or a mentor or something like that. But talk to somebody because you just can't be sitting in your in your mess. You just can't be soaking in it because it's not getting you nowhere. Also, if you do feel isolated or you feel alone during this time, it's not a bad thing. Sometimes you need that solitude. Especially people who are very social. People who feel like they always got to have somebody around them or in their life. People who just got to stay connected to people. Sometimes God is telling you to disconnect because he wants to talk to you. So if you feel like you alone right now, take that in and ask God what he's trying to say to you. And if you feel like being alone too long is going to make you crazy, I definitely understand. So find some type of... Some type of um, release some type of um muse if it's you know beginning physical doing a sport if it's yoga if it's finding a bible study group if it's going to a conference if it's you know whatever your muse is you know who you are and if you're still finding that out then just just try new things but don't think that you being alone in this in this moment means that you're falling into depression no Ain't nothing wrong with solace. Ain't nothing wrong with solitude. Next, don't be ashamed to continue the work you've already started. If there's something you started at your undergrad or you started at your grad school or your 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 previous employer, continue that. Because God would not have dropped that seed in you to just watch it sit there. Like, God wants to water our seeds. He wants to watch our ideas and our our initiatives grow and so just because you're in a new environment and you feel like you don't have the social capital or the resources to start something get out there network find some people it's gonna happen especially because what you're doing is showing that it's a need in our community so if you started a male mentoring initiative continue that work if you started your photography business, continue that work. Everybody needs that picture taken. Everybody needs to capture their best moments. Whatever it is that you, that you created, know that it's valuable, no matter where you go. And if you feel like there's competition around you, befriend those people. Because it's something they're doing that you may not know. And if you feel like those people are toxic, then, you know, you can, you can distance yourself. But 
network. Find the resources, find the people. And if you feel like you're not the type of person to put yourself out there, that stuff will come to you if you allow it. If you allow it. So, next. Do not compare your life to your peers. I've touched on this, and I'm going to keep touching on this because this is one of the main things people do when they are transitioning. You're going through this post-grad, quote-unquote, depression, or this post-grad healing, I should say. When you are in this transition, you often look at, well, why did this person get a job before me? I've applied to 100 jobs. I did this internship, I did that internship, I know this person, why don't I have enough? Why don't I have a job yet? Because God is preparing yours right now. You may have a high level position that's on the way, but there may be a person that's in it right now and God is waiting on them to leave so that as soon as that position is announced, you already own it because you're searching every day. So as soon as they post a job, you're going to be the first one to apply. See, you don't know what God got for you. You don't know what he got planned. So don't be out here comparing yourself to other people. If you, during this time, I would, I would caution you to stay off social media because all you're going to do is compare yourself. You're seeing people that's going on vacation. You're seeing people that's getting engaged. You're you seeing people losing weight. I mean, whatever it is, you're seeing people in their bag and you're like, dang, why can't I be in my bag? you in your bag. You are in your bag. That bag got a lot of room in it. And it ain't always filled with money. Think about it. If your bag is just full of money, is it really is it really valuable? No, I need my bag to be full of rubies, gold. I need my bag to be full of people, money. You know what I'm saying? All that experience, all that. I want my bag to be fruitful, okay? I want a bag full of lettuce. I want a bag full of fruit, period. And lastly, what I have for y'all is... Focus on what God said. Focus on what God has for you. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. We all know and love this verse. For I know the plans I have for you, said the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God said this in his word. Do you think that he would contradict himself? You think he would lie to you? No. God has brought you this far. We are breathing. We are alive. We got our health. Regardless of what may be going on, and even if you are dealing with some type of sickness, God still has you here for a reason. He still has a plan for you to carry out. And so, don't feel discouraged. Don't feel depressed. Don't feel um, like nobody sees you. I see you. We see you. We see what you're doing, and we see what you're going through. And that's that's exactly why I'm here right now. Trying to uplift y'all, trying to motivate y'all, and let y'all know that this is real life stuff and y'all are not alone. So, I really hope that y'all feel encouraged, y'all feel uplifted from this first episode of Tribe Nations. Today, we was talking about post-grad healing, okay, or post-grad depression, whichever one y'all want to go with, whichever one y'all experiencing. I just really hope that from listening to this, y'all feel better. Uh, from listening to this, you're able to get out of bed now. If you was experiencing that lack of motivation. I just want to push you and encourage you to continue chasing your dreams. 
to continue chasing that bag and remember that that bag is just not supposed to be full of money. You know, look for more out of life. And just know that what God has for you is for you. And don't be out here comparing yourself to nobody else, y'all. Y'all are so awesome. Y'all are so wonderful. And y'all are so beautiful and so talented. And I just want to say I'm thankful for you. And if you need anything, go ahead and hit me up on social media. Like, share, and subscribe this episode. And if you have any questions or you want any topics to be covered on the Trapper Mentions podcast, let me know.